Hey, this is Scott Ellis, and before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to talk to you about Disney. Now, when I say the word Disney, the first thing that probably comes to your mind is the happiest place on Earth. And if that's the case, it is probably because of their time-tested decades of experience at providing high-quality service and always being focused on customer satisfaction at almost any cost. Now, the Collin College Preston Ridge Campus in Frisco is offering you an opportunity to learn how Disney does it. They're inviting you to join them for Disney's Approach to Quality Service, a professional development course presented by Disney Institute. If you're interested in bringing that level of quality service to your business, all you have to do is go out and register at collin.edu slash corporate college slash Disney or hit the link in this episode. That course is coming up on Tuesday, October 30th, and you don't want to miss it. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Frisco Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Barron, along with Scott Ellis. And today we have Kevin Carswell. In from Mochas and Javas, we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, coffee. Yes, love Mine it. too. <laughs> well, Need I it. hope so. Live You've it. been in this business for a while. 16 years. Wow, that long. Uh, my background's restaurants, so I've managed restaurants for the previous 20 years. Okay. We opened up our, our chain of, of coffee shops. Very cool. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Let's get into some of the history of the business. Let's tell people a little bit about what you guys have have going on at Mochas and Javas and what sets you apart from the other coffee shops. But first, just for anybody that's listening and happens to be listening to this while they're driving (laughs) and they might want to stop by and get a cup of coffee, where are you guys located? In Frisco, Texas, we're located on the corner of El Dorado and Legacy. There's a Super Target in the same strip center. Most people refer it to, yeah, they're next to this uh, Super Target on El Dorado. Yeah. Right. So it's right there on the, at El Dorado and Legacy on the southeast corner. It's right on this corner. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great location. And it does have a drive-thru. And it does have a drive-thru. So my it has a happened. great patio. It's it a does. really nice yeah, patio. Yeah, it's a very good patio. Mm-hmm. I'm looking yeah. forward to that in the fall to kind of sit out there, get some work done with your Wi-Fi, and you know, it's a great spot. Yeah, yeah, we've updated our Wi-Fi too. We were running about two megs when we first uh, took over the location and <laughs> um, changed the ownership, and now we're running uh, 50 out there, and we've actually moved some access points uh, closer to the customers, which makes it very nice for them to use the Wi-Fi. Even very better. Nice. That's a very customer-friendly thing to it do. Is. Yes, it is. And that's what you guys are all about. So let's talk about Mocha's job. First of all, how did you get started in this? I know you were in the restaurant business before, but how did you get into the coffee shop business? Um, and just give us some of the history and background. I think it started back when our uh, youngest, our daughter, my wife had a tea party for it, a, a tea coffee shop house down in New Braunfels, Texas. And my wife has always loved the tea shop, coffee shop. And um, I was in the restaurant business, and my brother and I were looking at a business to get into. We were looking at a lot of options, and back in 2002, um, coffee industry was growing really well. Starbucks was uh, moving up uh, quite quite strongly at that time, and we decided to get into the coffee business. So we looked for a location next to Texas State University in San Marcos, and we opened our first location in 2003. Um, opened our second one uh, six months later and ran those for about uh, five to six years. Opened our third location and recently opened a fourth location inside the HEB, the biggest of the two HEBs in San Marcos. My brother lives in North Texas, been up here a little over 20 years now, and so we've been looking for a location in North Texas to expand our uh, brand and, and concept up here. 
And so we just searched in the web and we located the old coffee and cream for sale. Mm-hmm. It didn't say coffee and cream. We had to do some research to meet with a broker, but uh, that's how we ended up in Frisco and at that location. Very good. Well, that's a great spot for you guys to be in, and we're glad to have you in Frisco. So coffee shops, as you said, like starting in the really in the late 90s, early 2000s, were just kind of exploding, led by Starbucks. Correct. Um, but certainly since then, we've seen a, a number of other coffee shops pop up. What would you say makes you guys different or unique compared to the other other coffee shops out there? I think partly my background in the restaurant industry, I've been very successful managing other people's businesses, but also the coffee side of it. Uh, when we first started uh, opening our business, we met with uh, R.C. Bill and his wife, Beth, up at Texas Coffee Traders in East Austin, off East 4th Street. And R.C. had already been doing roasting and coffee for about 30 years. He's a, definitely a, one of the experts in the in the field known uh, worldwide. And so we got together with his expertise and what we were looking for and um, developed the Mochas and Java's espresso roast that we've been using now for almost 16 years. And that kind of is one thing that sets us apart. We have a very unique, great quality espresso, and they've done a great job because it has to be, they have to cup the different uh, beans every year, even from the same farms, because our blend is about a five blend, different beans from South America, and one-third of it comes from Indonesia. And so every year they're having to cup the um, beans to make sure the flavor notes stay the same, and we have had very consistent espresso for 16 years now. So it takes a lot of work on their part to make sure that our espresso tastes the same every single day. Um, it's roasted weekly for us, everyone knows that. Uh, so our coffee is roasted weekly. We get it shipped in or delivered to us every week. And most everything in, in-house is eight to 14 days from roasting, which is always a very fresh coffee. Yeah, so that's a nice fresh cup of coffee and espresso. Yes, it is. Do they do the regular coffee beans as well? So we carry two blends. We carry the Mocus and Java's espresso roast that we also use for our drip dark roast. And then we also do a fair trade organic light roast of the month. So you can actually go to our website. Um, and actually, we have a, actually a list of the uh, monthly light roast that we're doing. It shows a region, talks a little bit about the flavor notes that we do each month. And all five locations run the same light roast each month. Oh, that's okay. really cool. So you can buy that in the shop? So we sell the beans, whole bean, yes. uh, by the pound as well. We can grind it on, on site if you like for us as well. Oh, very good. But you have even more than just coffee, I've noticed. We do. What so do my background's restaurant uh, bar management, so um, pretty extensive history in, in food. And we've, I think, got out of the rest, the restaurant business and got in coffee because it got me out of the restaurant business after 20-something years. Um, got passionate for food again about seven, eight years ago. So our location next to Texas State, we started going into sandwiches and salads, and we've continued to expand that menu uh, with a recent expansion about two years to a larger space right across from Texas State. And so we've done more food. We've always had baked goods, and um, but we bake in-house from scratch. We do a lot of savory items that we've brought to the menu here in Frisco. So we do a crustless quiche, which is fantastic. So part of that is, is I eat very healthy, so um, I, I do eat bread, but not very often. And so the crustless quiche is a no-bread option for a lot of customers out there. We do a salad and a sandwich. We do a chicken salad from scratch um, here it's as well. It's good, too. I've had that. Yeah. It does good. Thanks. Delicious. And we added kolaches recently also. And we try to uh, support local businesses. A good friend of mine owns um, Hayes County Barbecue in San Marcos, Texas. And he recently um, launched his um, homemade sausages, regular and jalapeno cheddar. And we've actually been using his sausage for um, our kolaches that we bake in-house daily. I love that. All that stuff is kind of small business, locally sourced. Mm-hmm. Right. Independence. Yeah, that's good stuff. So I want to talk some more about the coffee, though. <laughs> By the way, Nicole's the only one here without a cup of coffee I this know. morning. I know. Where's I'm my sorry. coffee? We I should have been. Pre- I should have been more prepared. <laughs> me, t- me too. I should have brought you a cup. <laughs> that's all right. I'll be in. I live right around the corner. Yeah. I'll be there. 
So for somebody like me, I'm, I, I don't consider myself a coffee, coffee expert by any stretch of the imagination, but I do love coffee. And I've noticed when I make coffee at home that I particularly, particularly like the flavor when I do a French press as opposed to making it any other way. Do you oh. guys have different ways of making it in, in the shop when I come in or is there a preferred method? What's going to give me the best just plain old cup of coffee experience? Now, we have great drip coffee. Our coffee is uh, one we brew. It's very strong. So we have really – and a lot of people at home make a, one mistake is they brew the coffee too weak. And a lot of times weak coffee has a has a poor taste to it. And a lot of times it's not the coffee. It's the, um, the strength of the coffee. So you always want to make sure your coffee is uh, pretty strong when you brew it. The, what I recommend for customers looking for a little bit different um, coffee um, over drip coffee is Americano. And Americano is espresso with uh, just hot water. And I typically, that's my go-to drink the first thing in the morning at 5, 30, or 6, and I'll do a double shot with just a small amount of water. And the creme that comes off the espresso is just fantastic. The aromas and the flavors are really good. So usually most people, when you turn them on to Americanos and you talk about coffee a little bit in detail, they love the uh, Americanos. They'll go to them every time. Okay. Right. Good I'll, be to in. I'll be in to try that. I will. Okay. You all have had some great social media, I've noticed. Yeah. I'm not sure who's doing that for you, but on Instagram and stuff, you'll do the quick boomerang videos of the drip or various things. And we try to share those on our page because they're engaging. And I think everybody's kind of enjoying getting to know your employees and mm -hmm. kind of what the culture is of your shop in Frisco. So our manager is Megan and um, Hannah. Hannah does most of that. Megan is our general manager at the location here. And they do both most of, most of the uh, social media marketing here in Frisco. We do have a marketing catering manager in San Marcos that handles and assists the marketing here. We're actually looking for a part-time um, intern to do uh, a paid intern for marketing for us here in Frisco, if anyone's looking. Oh, well, there you go. Good to know. <laughs> so what else is happening on your menu? Because we actually included you all in, we've done a couple roundup articles lately. One was about where to study or work remotely in Frisco, and we were, it was perfect fit to have you all included in that and we did another one about sweet treats in frisco and we knew that you had some like dessert dessert type of you know experiences that you can have there as well like a chocolate this or that tell me what else you all have that maybe those who are not in love with coffee might enjoy so we definitely have one we do have uh, great coffee we do have smoothies uh protein smoothies which are fantastic and people are finding their way around the menu here and, and trying the new stuff uh, but as far as, and we have uh, loose leaf teas are also really good. But as far as food wise, when we took the business over, it was a bakery as well. We've, we've kind of eliminated some of the um, baked items. We kept a lot of the, what we really think are more traditional coffee shop uh, baked items. And that's the scones, the croissants, the muffins and breads. And when we first bought the place, I think I ate a lemon poppy seed scone every day for <laughs> the first six months. <laughs> and I don't, awesome. eat, and I don't eat bread, but I ate one every day. And they, were, they were really, really good. Uh, coming out of the oven, they're just nice and flaky and fluffy. They're really good. So there's a lot of we have a mocha brownie when you heat it up. The kind of the stuff oozes out of the middle of it. Oh, that's always that good. sounds terrible. Yeah, <laughs> know, it does right? sound terrible. <laughs> uh, so we have a, a lot that's of varieties. Our zucchini bread is vegan as well. Um, we've actually brought some of the baked recipes from here and introduced them into San Marcos. We've had baked goods. We're actually both San Marcos and Frisco locations are actually kind of marrying and blending our. Um, Save your items more up with Frisco, then some of our sweet items down into the San Marcos area. Okay. And so we have, I think, a little bit for everybody. We do um, chocolate chip cookies, oatmeal cookies, double chocolate. We do them in regular sizes and kid sizes. We do the uh, sugar cookies with sprinkles, which are really popular as well. We added, uh, the, as we talked about, the first baked quiche about three months ago. They've done really well. Then we've been doing some, uh, a lot of specials on the, on the kolaches as well. 
um, the quiche have really taken off as well. We have customers that pick them up every single day now. Yeah, I can imagine, especially with the Crestless. That mm-hmm. was really genius and idea. What kinds, of, what kinds of quiches do you have? So we, here in Frisco, we do three different quiches. We do all veggie quiche without uh, cheese. It does have um, dairy because it's made with heavy whipping cream and eggs. Um, then we do a turkey pepper jack quiche, which mm-hmm. has spinach and the same egg wash. And then we do a quiche Lorraine, which is uh, bacon, onion, and cheddar. Those, the turkey and the quiche are my two favorite, and usually I'll eat two of them almost daily for breakfast. <laughs> that sounds good. Those do sound good. And I'm a big, I try not to eat them every day, but I am a huge scone fan, so I'm going to have to come in and try. Yeah. Especially, and, and anything lemon will go over with me, so I think I know <laughs> what I'm getting. Yeah, back to our, you know, we have a sugar-free cherry almond scone, and we um, the recipe used to be made with artificial sweetener. But in, so what we did instead is we actually tweaked the recipe, and we pulled all sweeteners out of it, so there's no added sugar to the um Awesome. To the uh, mix, but we add we added increased the amount of um, cherries into it to add the extra sweetness you needed, and it's a really great flavor. Oh, that sounds fantastic! I love really that you're good. thinking that way because more and more restaurants and coffee houses and whomever are jumping on board with this is what people need and want, and that'll that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And your location we already talked about at El Dorado and Legacy is right down the street from Wakeland High School and Memorial High School. And I can imagine students coming in and grabbing some of those things that you just mentioned as well before school, um, studying in your space. So it's a really, really good spot to be. And there's a, as you said, the Target, there's a nail salon. I'm very familiar with that area. <laughs> so it's just really great. It's a great place to just pop in. Do you have a drive-through as well? We have the drive-through. I actually yeah. saw one of the uh, cheerleaders from Wakeland this morning came in because she is in uniform. So See? they probably yeah. had practice this morning. So they came in this morning and then memorial of course is their first year anniversary um opening up this year right down the street from us right we did a a large catering for the um texas health and ut southwestern are building that hospital right up the street from us yes so we actually did a catering with uh, four of our uh, type pastries and we did our uh, cold brew toddy which we can talk about also our uh, drip coffee then we did our frappes for the event back i think it was uh, around mid july Mm-hmm. Really, really nice event turned out really well. I saw okay. your social media about that. What is the toddy? Tell us about yeah, the toddy. Yeah, we gotta know. The toddy is um, someone. Someone realized when you cold brew coffee at room temperature that it reduces the acidity by two thirds and leaving it naturally sweeter and smoother. So we brew our toddy here in, in uh, Frisco for 24 hours at room temperature. Um, it takes almost five pounds to do five gallons. It's a very you would think it's really strong, but it's cold brew. But it is. It has a great strength to it but it's very smooth also most people ask me when they first try i said how what should i put in I said i always recommend trying it just black uh, most people who add vanilla or cream or something to their coffee um when we recommend them trying it black a lot of times they go to try it black and they'll start drinking it black over a period of time they won't add any sugars or a cream to it it's really good when i travel back and forth from san marcus to frisco i usually just fill this mug up with a toddy it's a great travel uh coffee for me so it's just a cold brew coffee cold though? brew coffee okay that's yep. the new thing my husband and i just discovered cold brew and he's totally in love with it because of that lower acidity level mm-hmm. that you mentioned because he's had problems acid with reflux. Acid, yeah all yep. of that and so he's adjusted his diet accordingly and he had eliminated coffee from his diet because he thought i can't do this anymore and then he discovered cold press and so within reason you know moderation he can enjoy that now so that's good yeah, it's been i've never been a huge fan of cold coffee so mm-hmm. I've just kind of stayed away from it, but it sounds like I'm going to have to go give it a try. Yeah, you are. I'm, I'm just kind of coming into that realm yeah. as well, and it's refreshing. It's nice. Yes. Yeah, when it's summertime, I drink I drink my coffee hot every morning, but when it's 102 degrees in the <laughs> afternoon, I still yeah. want some coffee. Man, it's just the cold coffee is so good. It's so refreshing because mm-hmm. I, I don't drink as much coffee in the summertime because it's so dang hot. <laughs> um, but I, I will switch the toddy um, in the afternoons when it's as 
hot as it is in Texas. And the lower acidity is nice to know. I didn't realize that mm-hmm. was the case either, so that's definitely going to make it yeah. worth giving a try. It uh, have not had anyone not like the toddy. Most people, we sell a lot of toddy at all of our locations, even started to in Frisco quite a bit. Okay, good to know. Another, and, sorry, go ahead. Uh, another item we do that you may be interested in, Nicole or, or Scott, is for we do the keto diet. We do the, um, oh. I'm not sure if anyone does bulletproof coffee here. Yeah. I just reposted a video of you guys doing bulletproof coffee this oh. morning. Nice. Did you? Thank you. Tell that. people what that is, though. For anybody that doesn't know, it's going to, bear with us, it's going to sound a little strange, but talk to them about what bulletproof is and why it's good. So the keto diet uh, is basically uh, low sugar, low carbs, and higher fat content. So we use the Kerrygold grass-fed butter and the organic coconut oil, and we blend that with a cup of our light roast. Our light roast is is organic, so we blend that together in the blender, and it actually gives it a nice creaminess to the coffee. Um, Really good when you need something to kind of sustain your appetite for a while. It's great for appetite suppressant. I need to try so it's um wow. i drink it at home i do french press at my house on the weekends when i'm if i'm at home and I always just add some butter and some coconut oil to my coffee my first cup what is the ratio like how do you make it because I, I would probably go crazy with all of that and <laughs> overdo it <laughs> so we do the same size portion for a small medium large cup just so we don't have three sizes of portions of both those together so we actually do a tablespoon of each the coconut oil and the uh, carry uh, butter okay so it's a tablespoon of the oil tablespoon of the butter and then a cup of coffee uh-huh and okay. we when we whip so we blend it together so we use it yeah. in a blender and it emulsifies the oils together really well so it comes out with a nice creamy you can use a shaker for it as well or if you had a have a little hand whisk you can do that to your house yeah if you haven't had bulletproof coffee before it is fantastic i'm on I it i love it i'm gonna be swinging yeah. through that drive-thru and trying it that's awesome yeah we, we tried it we started about two years ago during the summertime and my son at the time was managing one of our stores. He did he wasn't big into the coffee, so he didn't think it'd do well. And literally, we were selling 15 or 16 of just the bulletproof a day, which is, is quite a few a day when you look at our entire menu mix. And it's taken off really well. People love the bulletproof. And I think we're one of the few coffee shops doing the bulletproof coffee. That's huge. We'll yeah. have to feature that in one of our upcoming articles about you all. That's yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Everybody go try the bulletproof. Yeah, coffee. try the bulletproof. <laughs> so what do you think about North Texas? I love North Texas. I mean, it's a growing community, kind of like San Marcos area. San Marcos is, of course, home of Texas State University. We're near 40,000 students. The town is starting to grow and to kind of fit in with the size of the university. But we have Austin and San Antonio. And if you look at the articles, it's going to be the next DFW, the next 20 years. So everything wow. in Phil is going to keep. So we do want to keep growing in San Marcos, but the North Texas, I mean, you look at what Frisco's doing, and pretty much it seems like all the cities. I told my brother we could probably open up 10 coffee shops in El Dorado alone, east to west. And, <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, not compete because uh-huh. there's so much growth up here. That, you know, just like uh, San Marcos and part, all parts of Texas, people are nice, friendly, very welcoming. So we've had a lot of other small business owners that come in. We've got to meet a lot of our customers that live around there. And then being open for 15 years, we have a lot of Tech State alumni that have been coming in. Said, yeah, I was a customer in 2006, a customer in 2002. I graduated last year. So it's nice that they have been seeking us out in Frisco because they've loved, loved their uh, concept and our business in San Marcos. So they find it, they're finding us also here in Frisco. Oh, absolutely. That's really cool mm-hmm. that they're happy. They've It's like home has come yeah. Yeah, back. That's yeah, really it is cool. nice. It's nice talking to them. Yeah, that's really neat. That's fun. And you you touched on something earlier that I want to emphasize just so people know. You guys do catering as well. We do catering. So, we like I said, we cater the event. It's about 120 to 30 guests, what they're expecting that day. So, we have a lot of – we can pick up catering, of course. We can do our sandwiches, the chicken salad. And, Scott, you said you have the chicken salad? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Good. So, it's, it's very well known in San Marcos, and everyone who tries it here loves it. 
Uh, we use boar's head uh, chicken for it, and then we make uh, everything from scratch. So we have a lemon poppy seed dressing that we put on the side with our salad. It also goes in the chicken salad mix, but we make the lemon poppy seed dressing from scratch also. Uh, grief, I'm something hungry. we developed no, no. about six or seven years ago, and we we can't continue to, to tweak our recipes, but it's a really good dressing, and so is the salad, chicken <laughs> salad. <laughs> so catering, we can do trays, we can do boxes. It's, it depends on what you like. And then we do a lot of off-menu too. So if someone said, I need a different type bread or they need a different type salad or whatever, we're pretty flexible and can make or, or meet most people's needs. We'll definitely try to. Okay, try not to turn the customers away when it comes to catering. In San Marcos, we've done Italian to Tex-Mex to um, <laughs> a variety of other type of off-menu items because we have a full kitchen down there, so we can pretty much d- dive into whatever we want to. Wow. Good. Because of that restaurant background that you have, that makes all of that possible. And good I'm staff, sure. too. Yeah. And we got to go to people around us, which helps make the um, everything run smoothly. Well, speaking of staff, so the in Frisco, tell us about the team that's there. Who are we going to meet when we come in? So and- our general manager, we hired the former general manager who was actually finishing her last day, the first day we took the business over. Ah. So <laughs> she was only working part-time, but already had a full-time job. Her name is Megan uh, Cotter. Spells like... Megan, but she goes by Megan, so my Got daughter it. thought I was calling her by the wrong name the other day, but <laughs> <laughs> so it was funny. Uh, she does a great job, good head on her shoulder. She knows our business and that location really, really well. Um, she saw what my brother and I did in just the first eight hours of taking the business over, and she wanted to stay. Wow. So wow. we made her an offer, and she does a really good job, so we're very happy to have a very solid um, leader up here in Frisco, and then we have Hannah, um, who's been with us uh, since we bought the place, Andrea, and her sister, Melanie. Um, we've had some staff that came back for the summertime that are just part-time here when they're out of school and came back to also do great work. And then we're hiring new staff, too. We just had three new hires recently. Um, but those are probably our four core people. They're all four managers. They do a great job. And um, that's good huge. deal. That's, say hi to when you're up there. Yeah, yeah I for will. Sure. That's, I mean, that's everything. When you want to make something, you're loyal. You know, this is mm-hmm. my home away from home. I stop by daily. You want to enjoy the people that you say hello to each day it's so. definitely nice to see familiar faces in there yeah. when you go in and have that consistent staff so yeah i see people in san marcus all over the city and you know we say hi and have conversations they invite me over for dinner on occasion and like i said we we and i think that's one thing that uh, teaching megan and her team about is is how involved we are with our customers and how much we really do want to get to know them my brother and i when we're there we talk to our customers as much as we possibly can in between business too we do want to get to know them, and we want to let them know. We want to make sure they're happy. They love our product. They have input. We want to definitely listen to it as well. That sets you apart. Yeah, I think for so. Sure. All right, I have one more coffee question. I want to go back to something you said earlier. Okay. Um, and you talked about the strength of coffee being a factor in how it tastes. Right. I know that for a lot of people, when they hear strong coffee, they think extremely bitter. Yes. Like, that's their idea of strong, mm-hmm. but that's not... Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's not necessarily what you mean, is it? Correct. So right. stronger coffee is not always bitter coffee. Just you, a lot of times when you drink very weak coffee, it, it has almost like a sour taste to it. Yeah. Um, the properly strength coffee will have a smooth taste to it, and it doesn't mean that it's bitter. How do you make a stronger cup of coffee if it's not just making it more bitter? Like what is the – if I'm making coffee at home and I want to make it a little stronger to see how it changes or how it's better, what would I do? Or for you, like when I do a French press, I mine's about twenty eight ounces at home. I usually use three t- helping heaping t- tablespoons for my um, French press, and of course you ground and add hot water to it. Try to I try to use um, filtered water for coffee too. A lot depending on where you're at in Texas and other 
parts mm-hmm. of, the, of the world to your water quality can really affect the flavor of your coffee as well. Right. So is it the quantity of coffee that you're using that makes so, it stronger or how right. long you let it steep? What's the... Coffees usually sit for about four minutes. So when you're doing French press yeah. drip coffee, it's going to be on the grounds for about four to six minutes. And so um, it is, you're adding more coffee to it to get the right strength, not more time. Okay. Okay. If you look at the old um, cafes and convenience stores, you go by there and, and then you see the glass pot <laughs> on the burner. Yeah. It's been there so a long time. <laughs> heat, heat's really good to brew coffee, but it actually destroys the flavor of the coffee when yeah. it sits in, on a hot surface for long periods of time. So as technology has changed and people have realized that even your fast, your convenience stores have gone to brewing into what we call the uh, thermal air pots, which we have been using. And so your coffee cooks, um, brews into it, but it doesn't continue to cook. Mm-hmm. So even espresso, if you um, tamp your what they call portafilter and put it into your express machine, which the group head is, maintains a very high heat, you just let it sit there for 30, 40 seconds and then brew your espresso. It's going to give you a bad tasting shot. So you don't ever preset or pre-brew because that heating of the coffee grounds starts uh, affecting the flavor of it. So wow. huh. when you do coffee, the heat, too much time on, on the coffee is not good for the coffee. Yeah. That totally makes sense. It does. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah, to know. You, would, you wouldn't want to see the way that I brew my coffee at home. It's <laughs> nothing <laughs> like as what you've just described, and I'm going to have to make some improvements. So I would recommend a co is trying a, a French press at home, like yes. Scott does. Uh, yeah. It, you can't beat it, really, no. for making coffee at home in terms of flavor. Yeah. It's so a bit coffee more mate's work, not going to cut it. No. My Mr. Coffee, I should say, that's I, not going to cut it. I usually if i have coffee out <laughs> i still end up needing to add a little something to it now, there's only a handful right. of places that i go where i if just straight black coffee mm-hmm. you know is good but good. at home yeah. I, it's, it's fine it's plenty sweet the natural sweetness of the coffee mm-hmm. if you know if it's made well is plenty <laughs> and it tastes good i haven't got my wife there yet but <laughs> my wife is a tea drinker she doesn't drink coffee black when i make coffee at home she always she wants me to weaken it so i always add i always make to my strength and i add hot water to it there you go okay Good tip. Yeah. So, so I can't. I don't like drinking her coffee when she makes it too weak. But when you start making the coffee that way, you really you do begin to be able to pull out some of the flavors and mm-hmm. the notes that right. people talk about. Where I think for the you know a lot of folks, if they're just grabbing their coffee in the morning and going, you're not picking that up as much. But when you take your time with it, if you make it to the right strength, if you French press your coffee, um, you'll start to like taste like people talk about chocolate notes. I often taste licorice. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that that start to come out. And you can actually, you know, it's definitely distinct. Our coffee, our, our Mocha's and Java's blend, it has a, a chocolatey flavor with a little bit of oak hintness to it. To me, it has a very earthy taste. And it's also the way they dry the beans. So in Indonesia, a lot of the farms, they use just packed dirt to dry their uh, beans hmm. um, after they've done the um, washing uh, process. So it picks up more of the earthy, earthly flavors. That's why they bring, that's why one third of it has a um, Indonesian coffee in it. Most places in South America dry their beans on, on concrete slabs. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. All of that just made me think, you know, we do the wine tasting events and you, you know, just talk about the different flavor notes and whatnot and the different varieties and how it was prepared and how it was, you know, is there such a thing, forgive me for not knowing the answer to this, is there such a thing as a coffee tasting experience where you can do that? Uh, absolutely. So coffee traders actually, they do cupping almost every week on all the coffee that they are bringing in from across the world. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're cupping it, they're roasting it, cupping it. Um, almost every week, sometimes every week. Tell people what you mean by cupping it. I'm so cupping is they're going to roast the coffee either a, a light, medium, or dark. Um, they usually use um, – RC's added a, this roaster about the size of my mug here that 
cost in the thousands of dollars. So you can roast literally six ounces of coffee at a time and very precise too. Wow. And so they do, they do cupping. And so basic cupping is they have your hot, um, purified water and they portion out into just usually glass cups or ceramic cups they, with the right amount of coffee and they pour hot water over it and let it sit for long enough and they actually break the crust and they'll smell it then they'll sip it usually sipping the spit out but they're slurping it for a reason because they're trying to pull the flavors of the coffee over so they're doing that so just like wine where you're tasting all the different wines they do the same thing with coffee so they're tasting all the flavor notes in each coffee and how it's uh, if it's roasted light to medium to a dark roast That'd be really fun. It would be <laughs> fun. Know? And I'm not, my palate is not sophisticated Mine enough either, to do this, yeah. but um, my wife and I are big wine drinkers as well. But I've been told that, that coffee is, or at least can be, far more complex even than wine in terms of the flavors and the, the numbers of flavors and compounds that are in it. Yeah, they talk about coffee. There's still thousands of compounds in coffee they haven't uh, recognized yet. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what else do we need to know about mochas and javas and Frisco? Other than that, we need to stop by as soon as possible need and to ask stop for by a bulletproof. As soon as possible. <laughs> yes. Say hi yeah. to Kevin or one of our team members are there. Mm-hmm. Um, Where do people follow you on social media? Let's make sure they know how to get a hold of you guys okay. on, so, online. First, I'll do our website. It's www.mochasandjavas.com. All five locations are separate, separated out, so you can find each location with address, phone number, and contact information. And they were on Facebook. Uh, it's Mochas and Javas Frisco for Frisco, then just uh, Mochas and Javas. Um, for Sam Marks on Facebook, we're on Twitter and Instagram as well. Mocha's and Java's Frisco there. Uh-huh. Yep. I actually really like that, having the local yeah. um, social media page to go to because then we can just really be in touch with your staff, your you know, the, mm-hmm. what's happening here at our location. So I really like that. Yeah, the, we started, we used to have in San Marcos, we used to have a, a social media for each location, but it got too confusing. Oh, I'm so sure. we actually pulled them all and just did a San Marcos social media site for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And then we did the same thing for Frisco just so we'd have it separate. So as we, we want to continue growing our brand and awareness here and, and add more locations and in the North uh, Texas area also. So we'll have a grow that social media site for North Texas and then San Marcos and wherever else decide to go to. You guys have also done a very cool thing on the uh, Mocos and Java's Frisco Instagram where they have uh, story highlights for each of the staff members. Uh-huh. So you can kind of get to know right. the people that work there and check that out. I saw that this morning. I was like, well, that's really smart. It is. It's really Clever. fun. They're doing that. something we didn't think about in San Marcos. So actually they came up with that idea here. And uh-huh. I, really, I really like watching those little short clips. They're, they're, very, they're a lot of fun. And people like the engaging the conversation with our staff. They get to know them. Hannah probably is our most outspoken person. She is just loves people. And our customers, that when she's there, they know Hannah because uh, she is just, I mean, she's just a great, great person. One, she's a great leader with our team, but she loves people and she loves conversing with them. And she talks about anything with them. And it's, she's a great addition to the team up here. Like I said, she's been with us since we bought the place, but she's definitely will brighten your, brighten your day just by talking to her for just a minute. All right. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for coming in today and chatting with us. You guys head over to Mocha's and Java's. If you're ever on El Dorado, it's right at El Dorado and Legacy Pop in there, try the amazing coffee, pastries, sandwiches, and 50 meg Wi-Fi on the patio. <laughs> We're heading into fall. You guys are going to want that. Let's I'll go. Enjoy it. It's going to be amazing. A great location. And, you know, we love the small businesses and the, the independently owned places. So we're super excited to have you in Frisco. Any, any expansion expansion plans for Frisco? In the future, yes, we do. We, yeah. we, like I said, we found this location to start growing our brand here. And so it take and it does take time. It's a lot of competition in, in the Frisco area, in the North Texas area. But 
it's one customer at a time. So we build relationships one customer at a time, and we'll continue to do that every day. Yeah, keep doing that. You guys will yeah. be successful. Thanks very much, Scott. You bet, yeah. Nicole. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. And thanks to all of you for tuning into the Frisco podcast. We will talk to you next time.